Praise God. Hey, so the church members decided to do online. The world has come. May the Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord for tonight and thank God for every life here tonight in the name of Jesus. Ha! Ah, I thank God for the word of God. Please listen tonight. Be very attentive and catch what the Spirit of the Lord has for us tonight and be blessed. Amen. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, we thank you for the privilege of gathering at your word. When you emphatically says we should not neglect the assembling of ourselves together. And the gathering is not to any man but unto you. Thank you for the preparation to bless us and to increase us. And to open our eyes to see the things we need to see and to do. And far above all and to flow the rivers of living water you have put inside us. Lord we come to ask for understanding. One. We come to ask for boldness that after we have heard your word, we'll be bold to step it up and let the rivers of living water flow. We bless you and thank you for hearing us in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Hallelujah. Tonight we're going to be talking about readiness with the flow of living water. Readiness, And I am very grateful to God for such an interesting subject. It says that ready to flow. Tonight we will understand some basic things which are very crucial for the believer. And so I would like for you to pay a serious attention to the word of God. We will read a bit from... The Holy Word of God from John chapter 4. I, I love this chapter. If the Lord even asks me to preach on this chapter the whole year, I will do that because it's wonderful. Amen. So we'll read from John chapter 4, verse number 25 to 30. And then I will give a little background before I hit on what I want to say from this chapter. The Bible says, The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. And when he comes, he will tell us all things. Can we roll it? Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. And at that point, his disciples came. And they marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the man, Come, see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? 
Then they went out of the city and came to him. And they went out of the city and came to him. And they went out of the city and came to him. Amen. As I said, we are talking about readiness with the flow of living water. Now, I just want us to listen carefully. Before this time, this same woman had now come to the point when something had already happened to her. I, I was thinking seriously about this. You see, a little history of Samaria and Jerusalem. You know that Jacob had 12 sons and there was a separation of 10 and 2. Now, this 10 and 2 happened because and happened. Let me not go too far so that I'll be able to come quickly to the things I want to say. So, even though they are brothers, siblings from one father, at a certain time, there was a rift between them, Jerusalem and uh, Samaria. And so, there was one king who said, you see, if our people go to Jerusalem to worship where the true worship is, very soon they will move down there and it will not be good. So what we are going to do is that we are going to have a miniature. We are going to, have, we are going to build our God here so that these people will not go to Jerusalem to worship. This woman was born... In Samaria, so he, she belonged to the twelve or uh, ten tribes that separated themselves from the two, uh, from the two, which you put together will make it twelve. I just thank God for something. So she grew up worshiping on this mountain. So when you read Bible and you come across words like the sin of Jeroboam, he was the king who caused that problem. And so the Bible has recorded this man as because, of, because that sin was so grievous before God, it is written in the Bible as the sin of Jeroboam. Because he caused that division and no, he restricted the people from going so that they can have a worship on this mountain. Now, this woman who was born a Samaria, who was born a Samaria and became a Samaritan woman, when she was growing up and she was told the history. Of what had happened. It bothered her a lot. She thought about it every time. And so. When now Jesus had come to Samaria. And he. 
and she had encountered Jesus, her worry was, this thing that we have been doing in Samaria, is it the true worship? Is it really the genuine one? You see, I pray that spiritually we'll be so consumed that we would have some things going on in our hearts. And then we'll be asking the Lord about it. Praise the Lord. Today I noticed that people are too occupied with different things that things that are very crucial don't matter to believers. But for you may it not be so. In the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm excited about this woman because eternal life, even though she was in the wrong city, eternal life was very important to her. Now I understand why the scripture said she was, he must go through Samaria. Do you know that if you have a correct heart, if you have a correct heart. Child of God, are you listening to me tonight? I want to tell you a secret. If you have a correct heart and you are even in the wrong place, God will reach out to you. If you have a bad heart and you are in the correct place, God will remove you. Fenito. So listen to me. Those of you who tonight have a good heart, May you encounter the Lord Jesus. When I read Bible and I come across some things and the Holy Spirit expands my understanding, it makes me know why certain things happen. So please carry Jesus. And especially those of us who have had the privilege of being born again. Carry him, as my people will say, where, where. Hallelujah. God Almighty knew that there was somebody who has been bothered. Even though our forefathers say on this mountain we should go and worship and she went several times. But, Sister Hadjua, there was something in her that says that, ah, so this thing that we are doing, is it correct? Let me tell you, any genuine child of God any sincere child of God, there is always a conversation going on in the spirit. She was one of those who were marked to be saved. Just as you have been saved. Amen. Are you listening to me? I'm just excited about the word of God. So now, this woman now comes to the Messiah and in the interaction with the Messiah, she gets to know because she said, listen, we have been told that the Messiah will come. Now you are talking to me and the way you are doing, maybe you will be able to answer. Then immediately Jesus responds and say, I who speak to you, I am he. Kai! What an honor. What a privilege. What a joy. My brother, my sister who is here tonight, do not trample 
on the encounter that you have had with Jesus. May you grow in grace and work strong in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Don't look miserable. Don't think as if it is religion. By the way, I must announce something to you. As I keep reflecting and praying and seeking God, He has dropped it to me that the prophetic word that we received for this year truly, truly is the state of the church. It's our state. We are religious. Some of us are proud. Some of us. And you go and study about the woman. Before she came to encounter Jesus, everything that she did is us. But I thank God that God said, after he has told me that this is the state of the church, he also announced it. There can be a quick turn around within one day. Praise the Lord. So it gives me joy. And I will keep announcing it to everybody. That it was the Lord. You know something? I was coming to preach on the impartation day. And few minutes to the time, the Lord spoke to my heart. That's not what we are going to talk about. I said, yes, sir. And then when he gave me, go back to this. It was in there that by his grace, he spoke to me and I heard it. And it's very clear. This is the state of my church. When I say my church, Jesus' church. We are like this woman of Samaria. But the good news is that if that woman was ten, we will be turned. I want to hear a big amen to this. If that woman was ten, we will, we will be ten. Amen. So now this woman had all kinds of things. And the verse 15, which I love very most, because that's when God by his grace showed me, if you can just put it there, the conversion and the change and the flip over happened to that woman. And at this point, his disciples came. 15, I said, thank you for your cooperation. The woman said to him, sir, Give me this water. Thank God for the Holy Spirit who knows the truth. He said it was at this point that there was a turnover. And I pray that individually who make this church, there must come a time that some of us will quickly have a change and will begin to see and understand. In the name of Jesus. Lord, fulfill your word. Because you didn't speak to us just like that. Let the truth come to pass. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, go back with me to where I made you read. Just wanted to give a little background. So now, what was bothering her mind seriously was... Now that I have somebody who is able to tell me the truth about myself, this thing that has lingered over my mind and my heart for a long time, I believe he can give me an accurate answer. So, 
I have been faithful on the mountain. But in me, I think it's not enough. Maybe you are in this church. You've been faithful in a lot of things. And yet there is a certain hunger. You are that woman. You are that man. Press on. And the answer will come. And the revelation will dawn. And the truth you would encounter. So as he was continuing. Do you know something? Even though I'm a pastor, I preach. Even though they call me pastor, I don't know. But I'm a pastor, but let me just put it that way. Amen. But there's a certain deep yearning in me. I am not going to relent on it until I see it happening. Praise the Lord. God had used me and he's still using me for things. Miracles here and there. But there is a certain yearning I am seriously looking for. And may you also have the same. Because that woman had it. And she was answered. Hallelujah. Now, Bible said. This woman now asks the spiritual question. And she was told. It is not on this mountain. Neither is in Jerusalem. That regime is over. Hallelujah. But there is another regime this by God. Those who worship the Father must do it in spirit and in truth. She was the first person to be introduced. Uh, she was the first person to have the forehand information about how true worship is done. Hallelujah. Now when this woman finally... Thank you very much for coming along. Let's go to the 27 that we started reading from. And at this point, his disciples, I want to show you why I brought this up, came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. It shows you also how far the disciples were. They were completely oblivious. They were completely ignorant. They could not even be quiet and watch what was going on so that their spirits will be in tune. And that's what happens to some people. They come to church on Sunday and they are not ready for their spirits to be in tune. But for you, may your spirit always be in tune. Maybe the Lord may help us with some prophetic utterances tonight in the name of Jesus. For you, for you, May your spirit be in tune. It is good you are here. Listen carefully. Now this woman, the disciples are coming, they are in a different wavelength as to what was happening. And rather all kinds of things were rolling through their minds. Talking with the woman. Talking with the woman, she knows the woman being, human being. I don't really, when I go to heaven, I will ask the Lord, what was going on in their mind? They thought you were wrapping her or what? Anyhow. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Why are you talking with her? They dare not. 28. 
Oh, Bahatuza. The woman then, listen, the woman then left her water pot. You don't understand that. You don't understand that. The woman then left her water pot and went away into the city and said to the man, but let's break it. The woman left her water pot. Do you know that there are some things that are around you that you need to let them break? They seem as if they are helping you to achieve something. But they are, they only help and brought you to encounter Jesus. Hallelujah. If somebody introduced you to this church and you came, how I wish all the new people are here every time. I want to be a church member who will be here so I could speak into their lives. If, if somebody brought you and said, this is a good church, and then they interviewed you, they had, they had the first time, and you say, I love the church, I want to be a church member. You should come to the point where it is not because you brought me to this church, but actually this is my place. That's how revelations will come upon people. Praise the Lord. The woman then left her water pot. The reason why I walked on that, sun, on that Monday morning to the well is not the reason. I have encountered a man who is my reason? Praise the Lord. Now, the flowing we are talking about, I will show you why so many of us have been endowed and yet we don't flow. Women are here. When a woman is pregnant, nine months, and those sometimes showing that the baby is coming. I know one time the water has broken. The water is broken. It's a sign that the woman is coming, correct? Uh, the, the child is coming. And all, it depends. But I want to show you something very critical. If she goes into the hospital with the understanding that the water has burst, broken. So the expectation is that the baby is coming. And if indeed the baby starts coming and she refuses to push, will it be good? I haven't been there. I miss all my three chances. But, can I ask you, will, will it be good? I heard God say to me, many people don't push for the water to come. I pray you understand this. I pray you understand this. In the name of Jesus. I pray you understand this. Brethren, the issues are not with God. The issues are with us having to push for the baby to be born. 
I will explain it. She left her water pot. She went her way into the city. And she said to the men, Did anybody tell the woman to leave her water pot and to go to the city and to tell the men, Talk to me. Did anybody tell the woman to leave her water pot, go to the city and tell the men, So why? Why did she do that? Because the water was ready. And she was pushing for the baby to come out. Do you know why? Church members, Christians, we are not able to glorify God when we ought to do it. When we find ourselves in a situation for us to push for the baby to come, we are going, we are calling on God and we are praying. I will show you why. Hallelujah. This woman now has pushed. And when she pushed, the man listened. In the name of Jesus, may you understand this. Said to the man, Now, you see, her water pot has been left. Her bad report was no more. Even if it is on the minds of people, it did not hinder her. She was flowing. She pushed. What am I saying? May you grasp it. So when God gives you any opportunity, you will not let it slip. You will have an edge to do something in the midst of people. Do it. He will glorify himself. The water will come. Hallelujah. Most of the time, our fear is this. When we have to do something, hey, when, when I pray for him or when I do this, will it really happen? You are saying, I'm pregnant, but I'm not ready to let the baby come, even though the water has been broken. Let's continue. Said to the woman, said to the man, next one, please, 19, uh, 29. 29, please. You don't hear me in the cage? Come. See a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? Could this be the Messiah? The baby, they see, there's a certain action this woman took. And the results is too tremendous. She was a harlot. But she was not afraid to go to the city of the men to talk to. Why? Because the water was already flowing. Do you know that when the water is flowing, you don't need any effort. The water will take care of it. Will take care of things. Praise the Lord. Reasons. Because you are not the, you are not the one who is letting the water flow. 
Now let's go to Second Corinthians. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter three, verse nine. First Corinthians three nine. And then we will combine it with Second Corinthians six one. Three nine, you did well, it's on the board. You switch your board off. First Corinthians chapter three, verse number nine. For we are God's fellow workers. Listen carefully. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. Praise the Lord. Maybe you are about to catch this. If Bible declares, then it's the same menu as God's fellow worker. Fine. God's field. He owns me. Praise the Lord. God's building. I'm the temple of the living God. You see, sometimes when we go to places, we forget who we are. And we are even praying that, Lord, let me be your child. Though, that's why I told you that there are some prayers we don't pray. Just stop praying those prayers. Because you are who, what, you are who God says you are. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me tonight? If God has declared you. Now, let me relate it to the woman. When the woman had encountered Jesus and she dropped her water pot and went to the city. Do you know something? She went to the city with Jesus. That is why her words had effect. That is why she was forgotten about who she was. And just a simple call from that woman made the entire man, Bible never recorded, but the entire man of the city, they followed. It meant that she all of a sudden has become God's field, God's temple, God's instrument. So anything she said came to pass. Hallelujah. Can I ask you a question? Do you know who you are? Even at this particular time, majority of us are still struggling accepting who we are. But if you will come to the understanding of knowing who you are, sometimes say to yourself, I'm a child of God, and therefore this is what I say, and it shall be done. Praise the Lord. Maybe when I press it further, you will understand. Let me show you something from Exodus. Chapter 4, verse number 18 to 21. When God had now jammed Moses, after he had run away from uh, Egypt and had gone to settle, have a different lifestyle, exactly like the woman and all of this. When God met him in the bush and now he told him what you should do and everything. Then he went to his father-in-law. Now, so Moses went. This time Moses has come to the point he knows that no, 
there's a heavenly assignment that must be pursued. Moses now, uh, Moses went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Please let me go and return to my brethren who are in Egypt and see whether they are still alive. And, and Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. I want you to catch something. When, when you have had the encounter, God already sets up everything. And anything that is a stumbling block moves by itself. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah was just giving a drink to... I want to stop here a bit. Nehemiah. Huh? Jeremiah. Sorry, Nehemiah was serving in the cup. Uh, serving a cup to the king. And then somebody came and talked to him about what had happened in Jerusalem. And he was somebody who was wonderful in serving in the palace. So, one day he took and was serving the king. This time, his face has changed. The king simply said, what has happened to you? He said, how could I be happy when my father's house is in ruin? Just by that word, the king said, what is it that you need? What is it that you need? Nehemiah, I give it to you. The water started flowing with that man. When he went and even faced opposition about the war, it didn't amount to anything. The war was built. Praise the Lord. If indeed a person jumps the Lord, things change. Moses has now told his father-in-law, let me return and go and see if my people are alive. The, the man Jethro said to him, it's okay, go in peace. I pray that when the Spirit of God says, go in peace, you will go in peace. Oh, you won't say amen. Some utterances are very good. Oh. Verse number 19. Now the Lord said to Moses and Midian, Go return to Egypt, for all the men who sought your life are dead. Praise the Lord. I have killed them all for your sake. So the people, they don't know you. Go. Then Moses took his wife and, and sons and set them on a donkey. And he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God. Listen to this. And Moses took the rod of God in his, in his hand. Moses took the rod. Please, whenever you are going, you are God's building. You are God's temple. May you go with the Lord. Hallelujah. In Moses' case, it was a rod. But in our case, it's the presence of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And the Lord said to Moses, when you go, now here is very critical, listen. When you go back to Egypt, see that you do 
those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let you, let the people go. Shout a big amen. Can you now read the scripture for me? One, two, every one of you. I will join you. Let's start. One, two. And the Lord said to Moses, when you go back to Egypt, see that you do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let the people go. Full stop. Do you know why we read this? If there is a portion I want you to catch. When you go, see to it that who does the miracle. Talk to me. When you get to the hospital and you have the baby, who is supposed to push? Me. At the time of having to push for the baby to come, do you say, Lord, baby, Lord, if you don't let the baby come, me, I won't do anything home. Somebody talk to me. You know, let me tell you, one of the things that have brought us down, there are some things that are our responsibility, and there are things that is the responsibility of the Lord. The seed that came down, no man, that fair, this, that, 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 the sperm. Many people have sperms, but it's not working. But the seed came from God. The ability to carry the baby is of God. The watching over the baby and yourself is what? Is God. Your only bait is push when the time comes. And you see that God is telling Pharaoh, uh, Moses, when you go to the place, when you go back to Egypt, see, to, listen, see that you do those wonders. I want you to listen carefully. See that you do those wonders. Who is supposed to do the wonders? You are not minding me. Are you coming up gradually? See that you do those wonders. Do you know that God is establishing something very important to us? That for the water to flow, know your position that when I get to the labor ward, I'm the one to push for the baby to come. At labor ward, we don't pray to say, Lord, it's your responsibility to Get what I'm saying. Don't confuse it. All good and perfect things are from the Lord. He gives good things and he asks no sorrow. So if he has caused you to carry the baby for nine months, the bit that he is suspecting from you is that you deliver by pushing. Praise the Lord. Your refusal to push can nullify the nine months carrying through or false. Oh, please talk to me. True or false? And God said, this is where we are now. Do you notice that the woman moved with such a speed? Not because Jesus said, drop your bucket and go and tell the men of the city. She has encountered and she knew who she was. So by one word, the men came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When a woman gets to the hospital, by one action of, eh, I don't know how you put, you, do you say, eh, or, mm, whichever one you adopt, 
the baby comes. Your duty from now on is to push. Shout a big amen. I was excited when I was studying the scripture. And the Lord just did this. Watch this line in this. Many believers have omitted when they need to do what God had given to them in their hands. They are still asking God. They are still asking God. Brother, tonight I pray that something will happen to your spirit in Jesus' name. When you need to do what you have to do, you are asking God. It's a wrong prayer. So now, can I ask you to examine every prayer you pray? Do you know something that Bible even said? When a brother comes to you and he says that, it's my daughter comes and says, Daddy, today I'm very broke. And then I stand there and say, Oh, hmm, I thank God that he's faithful. Father, you just heard Rebecca. Please, do something. Do you know I'm a very hypocrite man? Do you know when I pray that prayer is wrong? Because Bible said, if she says, Daddy, today I'm very broke. Praise the Lord. Here is the pest. Hold on. I will fix you. That is how we live in this life. So, can I ask everybody in this place and those of you online, would you learn that when you have to push, don't go back to court. Push yourself and the heavens will back you. In the name of Jesus. When you have to give, give. Don't start. Listen, I launched out the other day and I challenged your heart just as God challenged my heart. That we can build our place. We can build. Some of you are still around. God gave you some things to do and you are still trying to say, Lord, if, 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 if you really want me to give, you see, Reverend Dennis must say, nothing will be said. Because I didn't want trouble, I have paid mine. I have been a good example. Hallelujah. Push. Push. And the miracle will happen. Praise the Lord. Are you with me tonight? I repeat. Not many of you are here. I don't know how many people are online. How many people are online? Genuinely, they are watching. Lord, visit those people. Tell me how many people are online, please. 26. All you 26, listen carefully. You are blessed to be online. But don't be fetching water and be dozing. That's not online service. Now. Push. Push. When you refuse to push, nine months will be useless. So God said, Moses, my encounter with you and the rod that I have given to you, when you go and they challenge you, do wonders with it. I love the statement that the Holy Ghost brought to my attention. See that you do. See that you do. The woman sought to do by her encounter. 
she herself went to the man. Jesus never said a word. When others were thinking about why are you talking with a woman and all of these, the, her questions have been answered. Um, they say Messiah is coming. Jesus said, I am the one that... You see, Jesus, most of the time, do you know that sometimes when even spirits perceive Jesus, have you come to destroy us before our time? Shut up! But then this one, Jesus allowed the woman and he, Jesus was very frank. Do you know something? If we will walk with God very well, when he speaks, we will hear. Jesus disclosed himself clear to the woman. Do you know, I am the Messiah you have read, you have heard about. You know, Jesus doesn't expose himself like that. But for this woman, Jesus did. Praise the Lord. For this woman, Jesus did. So no wonder that quickly when she ran, it was so very easy. She comes majestically. Man, hey, come on. Britain in Neko. Somebody who told me all that I ever did. The message was so simple, but it moved the whole city. She was flowing with the rivers of living water she had received. When she said, Sir, give me this water. Sir, and immediately, you know Jesus never said anything until she said, Go call your husband. But Jesus, you see, ask and you shall receive. So immediately she says, Sir, give me. Jesus, by the Spirit, boom, into her stomach. And then, after her questions have been answered, she dropped the bucket, ran to the city, she spoke once, and everybody followed. I am asking God that this is the kind of experience we should start having in this church in Jesus' name. Moses. Moses was told, I can even give you another one where God said, it's very interesting. When I saw that in the Holy Scriptures in Exodus 14. Let's go to quickly Exodus 14. I didn't even finish talking about. Did I read 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 1? Thank you. Let's go there because it's very important that I connect that. So that we know who. We then. We then. We then as workers together with him. Also plead with you. Not to receive the grace of God in vain. You know, do you know that you may, you, you, you are a worker together with God. We, we receive that grace upon us in vain when we don't let what is in us flow. Hallelujah. You didn't catch that. If we don't do what we, we are carrying him to do, for instance, if Jesus came, no, not Jesus. If I went to Pell, and I was talking with Pell, and Pell said, this is the situation. And then I have the water ready to gush out. I myself start arguing in my head, yeah, this thing that he has talked about, when I pray, will it be happening? Will it happen? Will it happen? You don't, you, it means that you are off. We then as workers together with him. I carry a certain grace so when I speak, the heavens will back it. 
Let's receive boldness to discharge our duties in Jesus' name. The problem we are having in the church is that men don't have faith enough and we are fearful and we don't dispense the water the way we ought to dispense it. Hallelujah. Now, come back with me now to see another thing which is very crucial. With Moses in Exodus 14. Thank you very much. Exodus 14, verse number uh, 10 to 16. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, let me give you the background to it before we read the scripture. We know that it took a lot of resistance when Moses had gone to Egypt and was bringing the people. I haven't seen such a thing before. Anytime I read it, I said, this thing is too... So now I have come to learn that when you see that somebody is being hardened more, probably God is involved. Honestly. When I read, took my time. How can lies, they come as a mob on people. And they, they could not stand. And then they will plead with Moses. And Moses will speak one word by prayer. It will be gone. First, chicken and everything dies. They are harvest and everything. Uh, what, how do we call it? The, when this swarm. The locusts and all of this, when they come on you, and I mean, the things that happen, sometimes you are even going to fetch water to drink, and then all of a sudden the water changes to become blood. And you still walk, as soon as you say, this is too much, oh Moses, talk to your God for us, and Moses does something, and then the thing changes, then they change their mind. We must understand the way of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Now, after all of these experiences, after all of these disastrous experiences that Pharaoh and his people went through, finally, when their firstborns died and everything, that the people said, we can't sit down for this thing to continue. And they release the people to go. Then they chase them. Again. Chase them. And when they chase them, listen to what happened. It's, it, you know, when you are reading Bible, please may the Holy Spirit visit you. It will help you. He will help you a lot. And give you good understanding of behavior. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, because at this time they are out of Egypt, and they were encamping at a place for the next move, and God says, Egypt is still coming. And listen to this. The children of Israel lifted their eyes. And behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid. 
And the children of Israel cried out to God. Listen to this. Do you think that God can deliver you from all these things and bring you and he doesn't have a solution? How do we take God? What do we take God for? See, when you see church members are gossiping and talking nonsense, run away from such people. When you see people are complaining, please run away from them because they are Egyptians. They are Israelis who don't fear God. They cried out to the Lord. Verse 11. Then they said to Moses. The thing they said was bad. Because there was no graves in Egypt. Have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? So what? Why have you so dealt with us? To bring us up out of Egypt. After all those mighty, mighty, mighty. Now I feel. I have seen that people can witness everything. But they can still change. So walk with a brother whose mouth is correct. Did you hear what I said to you? Run away from anybody who is dangerous. Anybody who starts talking rubbish. Run away from them. Let this mind be in you and talk right. Amen. All of you didn't say amen. I want to take my time for you to understand before we enter into prayer. Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Why? Why? Why do you want... Let me tell you, when you start experiencing some things in your life, I want you to know that you are about to be promoted. If you will know that it is God who is orchestrating that. One of the scriptures that has helped me in my life and it keeps helping me is this secret. God will never allow me to be tempted above what I can stand. I don't know how God did and locked that thing in my heart. So anytime I have any issue, the first thing I need to think about is that I'm able to stand it. Now God wants me, if you want God to show you where, your spirit, where you are standing spiritually, He will allow things to come. And your attitude will show you, you yourself, where you are standing. Did you get it? My daughter, did you get it? If you want God to show you where you are standing spiritually, He will allow you to go through some things. And when those things are happening, don't complain. Rather, See it to it that you face it and overcome it. After that you will know that spiritually, oh praise God, this is where I am. If you want to see it. May I have come to that conclusion. And it is helping me greatly. Amen. Let's go further. Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt? You see how men can forget. You see how men can forget. Saying, let us alone. That we may serve the Egyptians. We, you know, many people love to continue to be in sin and under slave than to be delivered. 
That's why you see, when a brother has an issue with a brother, they say, no, 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 I can't keep quiet. My men can't be in China, no one say, yeah. You are like the Egyptians. You are the Israelis. We want to go back to Egypt. May you not be like that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Is somebody with me tonight? I'm excited about my God. Whatever issue that comes, see to it that your mouth does not turn. Learn from tonight that whatever that happens, speak the truth in boldness. I love Paul. I love the brother so much. Probably I'll be able to say a thing or two about him. But let's see this quickly. Saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. More than what you are saying. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. Or die, no be die. Or die, no be die. Or die, be die. But the glorious one, they don't want it. Oh, Jesus, be glorified. Next one. And Moses said to the people, Can I tell you something? From now on, no matter what comes your way, don't be afraid. I repeat it. From now on, whatever that comes to you, never be afraid. God bless you. Your aiming has sealed the matter. Don't. No matter what. Just say to yourself, Hey! Lord, I know that you have allowed this to come just to test my level. Lord, I turn it to you. I know you want to do something. Only open my eyes to see and direct my heart to be following you so we see the victory. Those are the prayers you must start praying. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Stand. Still. See the salvation of the Lord. I love this portion. Which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today. You will see. You shall see again no more forever. You will see again. Tonight, probably there's somebody who is facing something. I'm not sure whether you are here, you are up there in your comfort zone. The Egyptians that you see today, that is bothering you, you will see them no more. May your mind be renewed to accept that God will glorify himself in your stead. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord will fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. That's a portion I want you to see. 15 and 16. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Now that question is important. The people forced Moses so much. The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel 
to go forward. This is what I wanted you to see. But lift your rod. Stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. The children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. In the verse 15, watch something in the 16. When God asked Moses 15, And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Do you know why God asked? He was simply saying, Whatever that should carry you to that place is with you. Hallelujah. Whatever that will carry you to that place is with you. So why do you cry to me? Tonight I just want you to know that your river that must flow is with you. You should let it flow in the name of Jesus. Do you know how you are going to let your river flow? Learn from these that we have learned tonight. Be bold to do what you have to do. You know something? If the Bible has said that you are healed, let no man say, I am sick. That is how you let your river flow. I am well. I'm not sick. Do you know some things that happened to me in the course of last week? It was not palatable. But it was not a problem at all to have to come to preach on Sunday. Oh! Hey! There, 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 man, No, 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 man, 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 tassi. There, man, kade, man, tumumba. Even if I'm like this. You see me that I'm coming. When I come and stand here. See, even me myself, I've noticed something. When it is tough for me in my body. And I start. Even me myself. I have learned that from myself. That when I begin to talk. Because things are knocking. I start soft. In the next five minutes, every demon has disappeared. And every power of the Holy Ghost has come. And I don't even remember that I'm the same person who was a few minutes ago. I've told you a secret about me. May it be so with you in the name of Jesus. See, the Bible says, why do you cry to me? God was only trying to say that there was no need for you to have cried. This road, I have used it through you to do everything. To do everything. So all you needed to do was to use this road. Why are you crying? So if you have forgotten, okay, I love you. I will remind you. And this is how you're going to go. Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Instead of they complaining, they should get up and go forward. But lift your rod. Lift your rod. And stretch out over the sea. And divide it. Whatever God has put in you, can I tell you tonight, it's working. 
Allow it to gush out and let it do the work to complete it. Don't be afraid anymore in the name of Jesus. And, and, and it came to pass as we are about to pray. I can't stop this from Paul. Here was Paul who had had a, com- a conversation with the Lord and was so convinced that you must go to Jerusalem. Now this brother go anywhere. His case is so beautiful. He, there are churches, numerous of churches on the way to Jerusalem. Anywhere that he went and he joined a prayer meeting, there was prophetic utterance. That the man going to Jerusalem will be finished. The man going to Jerusalem will be this. You see, brethren, I want to show you how we ought to become defiant to the things of the flesh and agree with God. It was through it that Paul, I think it's in uh, Acts chapter 21 somewhere. Till finally, he couldn't bear it anymore. And you know what he said? Why are you weeping to break my heart? Oh, I love that statement. Can you look it up for me in, 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 in Acts 24 as we stand to preach, to pray? Why are you weeping to break my heart? You see, the man's heart was so made up to such an extent that what they were talking didn't mean anything. Maybe I can pick it up for you quickly. Why are you weeping to, to, to break my heart? Why are you weeping to break my heart? Why are you weeping to break my heart? 21, 12 to 14. Karina Dei Dabara Acts 21, 12. Now when we heard these things, both we and those from that place pleaded with him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, Why do you... What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart? I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. I love this. And so when he would not be persuaded, we cease saying, the will of the Lord be done. Hallelujah. As I come to a close, I beg you, God is going to give us some experiences that will let us be in the flow. Exactly what he said. The word that I gave to you this year is the true state of the church. Many of us must cross over in our interaction with Jesus and step out boldly and the rivers will gush out and the name of the Lord will be glorified. The man was so persuaded by the word of God, his encounter, personal encounter with the spirit of the Lord to the extent that what they were doing, and it, remind you, it was the Holy Ghost himself who was revealing unto them to prophesy and yet he said as far as I'm concerned this river must flow what God has given to me must be done I am not resigning 
simply because you have a revelation and you are speaking your mind. I will fulfill the word of God. Can we stand for two minutes? Just two minutes and pray and say, Lord, I will fulfill the mission in my heart. Lord, I will do what you have placed on my life to do. Lord, I will not be afraid anymore. Lord, I thank you for the privilege of being counted among those who will flip things around. Lord, I repent. I refuse to complain. If you ever have complained, a situ- complained over a situation in your life, I say repent. And just tell the Lord you agree now to just let the water flow. Anybody who is going to let the water flow will not speak complaining, arguing, trying to establish what is reasonable. No. You are the only one who can tell what God is taking you through. You are the only one who has to make up his mind. This one is a mindset. Blenikata, Loboshita Maha, Gide Mangia, Magre Sete Nimemondo Sidamaha, Kwaikudeiri Menondali Legre Sabahadomba, Boibudaidi Adorina Komina Fazipete, Shebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebedebed
Thank you that your goodwill will be done in this church. Thank you that goodwill will be done in this church. Thank you that many will experience you this year. Thank you that many will flip and will say, Give me this ring. Give me this ring. And after they have received it, they will be bold to take the step. Glorify your name. Father, we are ready for the gushing out of the water. In the name of Jesus, my belly is full. Let it so be tonight and the days after and the years after. Until I see your face, Jesus, may we, may we, may we flow rivers of living water. In the name of Jesus, be merciful to us, Lord, and keep us in line to walk accordingly. Oh, oh, the old one is gone. The new has come. We will flow the rivers of living water. We are ready. We are ready. We will flow it. The woman made a step of boldness and stepped into the city and called the men who knew her. Lord, we are stepping out because we are your building and your field that you work through. You never leave us. You never forsake us. In every situation you are with us. And so we will flow your water. We will flow your water in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen.